the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. His poll numbers may be down, but President Biden's optimism over Build Back Better is up. But I feel good, and I think people are realizing, beginning to realize it's important to get it done. Businesses worry about a federal vaccine mandate. We're scrambling to try and figure out how, how do we how do we manage this because we will absolutely lose employees over this. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, November 9th. I'm Rich Thomason. Some Palestinian rights activists have been hacked by military-grade Pegasus spyware, according to correspondent Joseph Krauss in Jerusalem. Security researchers say that they have detected the Pegasus software, which is developed by an Israeli company known as the NSO Group, on the phones of six Palestinian activists. Three of those activists work for civil society organizations that Israel just last month branded as terrorist groups. Now, it's unclear who put the software on these phones, but it is the first time that the software has been detected on the phones of Palestinian activists. Researchers believe this particular brand of spyware has been used on a wide range of targets. Now, NSO Group says it only provides this tool to security agencies and that this tool is used to track down criminals and terrorists and for public safety. But there is considerable evidence that it has also been used against human rights activists, journalists, and other individuals. And Krauss says this spyware is not some hacker's toy. The way the software works is that once you infect a phone, you basically have access to everything on that phone, including real-time communications. So you would have access to that person's photos, to their email, and you would be able to listen into virtually all of their calls and messages. With more and more businesses and industries using cloud-based technology, cybersecurity has become crucial in this age of online information. Attorney General Merrick Garland says the U.S. is committed to taking down hackers who launch ransomware attacks. Together with our partners, the Justice Department is sparing no resource to identify and bring to justice anyone, anywhere, who targets the United States with a ransomware attack. Garland says the U.S. has recovered more than $6 million stolen in such attacks. This will not be the last time. The U.S. government will continue to aggressively pursue the entire ransomware ecosystem and increase our nation's resilience to cyber threats. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco putting hackers on notice. The Ransomware and Digital Extortion Task Force has delivered a significant blow to the Soda Nikibi and our evil ransomware gang who attacked thousands of victims worldwide. Among the latest targets of hackers... The investing app Robinhood said Monday it was hacked last week. In a statement, Robinhood said hackers accessed some personal information for roughly 7 million users and demanded a ransom payment. Robinhood said it believes no social security numbers, bank account numbers, or debit card numbers were exposed. For most affected customers, the only information obtained by the hackers was an email address or a full name, although some customers had more extensive account details revealed. More than 22 million users have funded accounts at Robinhood. I'm Mike Gracia. 
CNBC reporting the White House wants businesses to move ahead with the Biden COVID vaccine mandate and testing requirements for private businesses with 100 or more employees, despite a federal appeals court putting the rules on hold, at least temporarily. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit, considered one of the most conservative appellate courts in the land, halted the requirements pending review, writing that the petitions give cause to believe there are grave statutory and constitutional issues with the mandate. White House Deputy Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, confident the vaccination requirement will withstand legal scrutiny. The Congress empowered OSHA uh, with through a law, through a law that has been in the books for more than 50 years. So this is an authority that we believe uh, that Department of Labor has. We are very confident about it, confident about it. BNSF Railroad filing a lawsuit against its largest unions over its own vaccine mandate. BNSF joining Norfolk Southern and Union Pacific, filing similar lawsuits against their unions, which also oppose any mandate. The unions contend the railroads should have negotiated with them before imposing any vaccination requirements. Meanwhile, First Lady Jill Biden and the Surgeon General visited the Franklin Sherman Elementary School in McLean, Virginia the other day. That was the first school to administer the polio vaccine back in 1954. The First Lady assuring parents... So many of you have asked me over the last couple months, you know, when is the vaccine coming? When is it coming? And now it's here. Not just another way to protect your kids against COVID-19, but as Dr. Murthy said, it's the best way. She congratulates students who have already had the jab. I know that getting vaccinated isn't always the fun thing to do. I don't like needles myself. So let's give a round of applause to all the brave kids here who got their shots. Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy says parents should feel good about vaccinating their children. These vaccines are there to protect our kids. We've been waiting for this a long time. We've got safe and effective options. We want parents to consider them strongly, get their kids vaccinated. The U.S. has reopened its borders to vaccinated international travelers, allowing families and friends to reunite for the first time since the spread of the virus offering a boost to the travel industry decimated by the restrictions. This Canadian visitor says it's great to have the U.S. border open again. It feels nice to kind of be returning to normal. Um, You know, I miss the opportunity to come down here and, uh, you know, and and just the freedom to do it. And this man says the U.S. opening back up will have a big economic impact. I used to cross, like, because of my job. You know, we have a client in the state, so I used to go, like, three, four times a week. Yeah, so it make a big difference when the border get closed. White House Deputy Press Secretary Jean-Pierre asked if any COVID-related domestic travel restrictions might be in our future. We say this all the time, everything's on the table. We just don't have any announcement to, to preview right now on this. Um, so I, I don't have anything more to share on the domestic travel. Multiple lawsuits being filed over a tragedy in Houston, a concert by rapper Travis Scott, where eight people died, hundreds were injured when attendees rushed the stage. Attorney Tony Busby represents the family of one of the victims. We will be filing a lawsuit on behalf of 35 plaintiffs. That number is growing. Our phone is running off the hook. Busby argues the event was poorly planned. No regard was given to the safety of these young people at the concert. 
that there was no emergency response mechanism in place to help those who were in an extremist situation. There was not enough medical personnel, enough security personnel, and there were more people there than should have been there. Correspondent Rita Foley. There's a history of similar tragedies at concerts, sporting events, and even religious events. In 1979, 11 people died as thousands of fans tried to get into Cincinnati's Riverfront Coliseum to see a concert by The Who. Experts say deaths caused by crowd surges are often because too many people are being crammed into too small a space. Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston tells of more members of former President Trump's inner circle subpoenaed by the January 6th committee investigating the U.S. Capitol riots. The congressional panel is seeking testimony and documents from six more Trump associates. They include 2020 campaign manager Bill Stepien, senior campaign advisor Jason Miller, former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn, and lawyer John Eastman, among others. Donald Trump is fighting the investigation in court and last month instructed his former aides not to comply with subpoenas from the special congressional committee. Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew says Senate Foreign Relations Committee Republicans have hit the pause button on a number of Biden diplomatic nominees. The ability to place holds on nominations gives individual senators leverage in dealing with their political opponents. Conservative Josh Hawley is using that leverage to demand the resignation of key officials, including the Secretary of State and National Security Advisor, over the botched U.S. pullout from Afghanistan. Senator Ted Cruz has a blanket hold on nearly all State Department nominees over his dispute with the Biden administration for waiving congressionally mandated sanctions on a Russian natural gas pipeline. And finally this morning, doctors have performed specialized heart surgery on the Reverend Franklin Graham, treating a condition that developed in recent months. A spokesman for the evangelist says Graham successfully underwent the procedure Monday, the Mayo Clinic, Rochester, Minnesota. In recent months, the son of the late evangelist Billy Graham developed constrictive pericarditis, inflammation and hardening of the sac around the heart. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and Townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. Join us again tomorrow. I'm Rich Thomason. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.